Hello, focusers. I'm so excited that you're on this episode today. Today, we are going to listen to episode 136 of my podcast, Unleash Your Focus, season seven. And this podcast is about controlling the chaos. My name is Joy Nicholson. If you're brand new to my podcast, please subscribe. Please share this podcast with everybody that you think can get benefits out of this. And this is about controlling the chaos. And what better way to control the chaos than to organize your mind? And in this episode, I'm going to dive in to five key things that you can do to organize your mind because, you know, if you have a messy mind, you have a messy life. Are you an entrepreneurial parent that is feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and you wake up every morning with anxiety? Your family life is in chaos. Your children and your spouse are craving your attention because you are always working. And if you don't work, you spend time with your family, you are just not present in the moment. You dread waking up in the mornings because you just don't know how this day is going to plan out. And you know with better routine, habits, structure, process, life can be better for you, but you don't know how to implement it and you simply don't have the headspace to figure it out. What I discovered is that the information out there is not geared towards entrepreneurial parents. Because why? We are a different breed. Follow along on Season 7 of Unleash Your Focus Podcast, download the Chaos Code Workbook and start implementing the daily systemized steps that will help you to avoid stress, anxiety and overwhelm. In the episode we did just before this one, which is actually the first season, our first episode of the season was about really looking after yourself and taking care of yourself. So if you have not listened to that episode, please go and listen to that episode. It will be very valuable for you to listen and hear what you can do to just make yourself better, to improve yourself. And organizing your mind, let me tell you a little story. So today I woke up very, very early. And the problem with waking up too early, if you go to bed too late, is that you're tired. And unfortunately, I could not go to bed at a certain time that I wanted to, especially because, you know, when you work international, it becomes a bit of of a different ball game. And I had this client project that I really had to finish because, you know, time zones and all of those things, it was just deadlines and it was just, it just sometimes happened. I don't make a habit out of it, but it does happen. And my six-year-old woke me up very very early because he was excited it was a jungle dress-up theme day at school and we need to get him sorted for the day a very long story short I was basically exhausted most of the morning because or at least you know from I woke up but like I don't even know what it was like way it was still dark outside and you know from when I woke up when he woke me up and I thought I dropped him off at nine o'clock I got home about quarter past nine in the morning after kitty because I've got him dropping off at, at, at school and then I've got my three-year-old that I dropped off at kindergarten and I came home and I was just still feeling so exhausted you know I just couldn't get the day going and I had my bulletproof coffee which is just literally coconut oil just in with with coffee and I just I just could not get the day started so what is the first thing that you do when you have a day like this? You're tired, you didn't sleep enough, you slept about four hours, you're running around in the morning with the kids and you just you just feel messy. You know, your life is messy, you feel unorganized, etc. Luckily for me, I didn't feel too unorganized because I already knew, and this is tip number one, on how to feel more organized or how to be more organized is to plan your day ahead. So already last night, I knew the jungle theme thing was coming up and I knew, you know, he needed to get dressed in gray and he had to, because basically we went to six, seven shops and we could not find him a jungle outfit. So we had to improvise. And the only thing we could find was a mask that he could wear, like a wolf mask. And we just dressed him in gray 
and I had to literally finger knit him a towel because I'm useless with anything that has to do with any type of craft like that. I'm just, I don't have the patience for knitting and doing those things. Anyhow, so uh, we had to, I had to finger knit him a towel. So long story short, he basically went to school with a grout for a finger knitted gray towel and a mask. Okay, that's what we had to do. We had to improvise. But luckily, because I was half organized, and I'm going to say half organized because I wasn't fully organized. Because I was half organized, already the morning wasn't stressful because I knew exactly what I needed to do. I knew that I had to quickly put this towel together and I knew that he needed to get dressed in gray. The one thing that I did not foresee is that I still had washing in a basket that I did not unpack. So that's why I'm saying I was half organized. So he had a lot of gray clothes, not so a lot, but he had the gray clothes that we were intending for him to wear with the wolf outfit in the basket. And I still had to knit the towel, finger knit the towel. And that made it a little bit, I guess, more complicated than it needed to be. But if you plan your day ahead and you know what's coming the next day, you already feel better about it. But if you wake up in the morning and go, oh, crap, I didn't do that. And then you jump on top of it and then you feel stressed. You feel the anxiety kicking in. You go like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And that's what we want to avoid. So tip number one is to plan your day ahead. And yes, even though I was not 100% you know, I did everything I needed to do the night before for everything. I re- at least knew what was coming. And if you know what's coming, it's not as bad. Number two is to meditate. Actually, I would technically put number one first. But being parents, the reality is it's not that simple. Okay, so I came home. I meditated. Okay, because I was so tired. I was not sure, you know, what how I was going to get through the day. Even with my bulletproof coffee, aka coconut oil, just in you know, in my coffee, even though I had my bulletproof coffee, I was still just feeling tired because the reality is if you're not going to sleep proper, you're going to be tired. Okay. So I was lying on the bed in the sunshine and I just meditated to the app. I use an app called Headspace. You can use YouTube. It's for free. Or you can use, what do you call it? Um, I started with, I'm uh, trying to think now what it's called. No, sorry, it is Headspace that I started meditating with, but I'm currently using Calm. I just prefer it. I don't know why. So um, I, I think it's like a hundred bucks a year that you pay for it. So if you don't have a hundred dollars to pay for it for a year, then just use YouTube or Google meditation or whatever. And I meditated for about 10 or 15 minutes and it was just absolutely fantastic. I woke up, well, I woke up, like I got up from my meditation. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I can do this because you also train your brain to meditate. So the first, let's just be real here. If you've never meditated in your entire life, your first at least 10, and this is just my personal opinion, but you know, you can go and do your own research and remember every person is different, but your first 10 times, you might not get that clarity because you're still training your brain to meditate, but it's like any muscle that you're working in your body. If you're going to go to gym every day, you're going to look awesome after a year, but if you only go once every three months, well not really going to do much for you is it so this is the same with meditation you have to practice it every day because your brain is a muscle and you're working out your brain and the more you get into it the better you get at it okay so meditation is the second one number three is to just really stop multitasking guys we are not built to multitask but yet in today's life we have no choice i'm not saying don't listen to a podcast while you do the dishes or the washing i'm not saying that i'm saying don't try to do a phone call at the same time emailing somebody and at the same time trying to talk to somebody at the door okay that type of multitasking you should definitely not do 
Why don't we meet it uh, multitask? Because multitasking actually makes you lose 28% of your day. Um, it sounds crazy, but you actually spend less time being productive at the task at hand because you're simply just not focused on it. And that's when anxiety kicks in and, you know, and that's where uh, scattered focus come in and it's, it's just, yeah, bleh. it's just, it's just multitasking. It's just not a good idea. Okay. So if people, you know, I would sometimes joke with my husband, like, oh, you can't multitask, but it's actually a very good thing because you should really not be multitasking. Okay. Number four is to take breaks. Yes, take breaks. I have a smartwatch on my phone, uh, on my phone. <laughs> I've got a smartwatch on my arm and my watch vibrates every hour notifying me i've set the the settings like that so it notifies me every time i'm sitting for an hour i need to get up i don't just let it buzz buzz and just leave it i actually get up off my butt and i do a stretch or i walk around or i grab water or i go outside i i do something for five minutes at least okay just moving around and that requires no sitting and I'll even sometimes squeeze in a meditation, you know, like just a quick little breath, counting your breath meditation for a couple of minutes, which also really helps a lot as well. And that's basically, you know, and, and taking breaks, it really helps you to, to not feel so drained. Have you ever felt, okay, here's something for you guys to test because I've tested this and it really works for me. If you just work and work and work and work and work, like you, you may be still employed and you just work and work and work. At the end of the day, you have those days where you just, you, you finish working and you go, wow, today was a day and a half. I am exhausted. I am tired and like, wow, I actually cannot wait for my bed. Those are generally the days that you did not take any breaks. And I've tested this and I've noticed that the days that I take breaks more, and I'm not saying take a break every 10 minutes because you actually have to get your work done. But the days that you take, take breaks more, like at least once an hour, just for two or three or five minutes, that actually helps you to not get drained so quickly. It really, really helps. And then number five, what I have is to get enough sleep. Ah, cliche right there because I just started this episode with saying I didn't sleep enough. The reality is being an entrepreneurial parent, you are not going to always sleep. I have a three-year-old that still does not sleep through the night and it is the reality and people that say you have to sleep eight hours a night and if you don't there's something broken in your life well you probably don't have children or your children is like these sweet little sweethearts that just have always slept or you've got a partner that gets up five times a night if you have a baby or you know but the reality is as an entrepreneurial parent you are probably never going to sleep eight hours straight in your life again if your kids don't sleep okay so Yes, sleep is important and yes, sleep does help with getting focused and getting your mind cleared and organized. So if you lose out on your sleep, you know, at night time, try to take naps. I took a nap the other day, which I'm, I, I struggle to take naps because I take long to fall asleep. But even if you can just get into a meditative state of mind. And a nap, you know, that also helps a lot as well for me anyway. And I've heard actually other people say the same thing. But if you take a nap, it actually does help. There's this guy and I'm trying to think who his name is now. Oh, so bad that I don't know. I have to figure it out. I have to find out. But I, I listened to this podcast a while ago. And what he does is he, he drinks a really strong cup of coffee and then he goes for a nap. And, with, and then I think it takes 20 minutes or half an hour for this coffee to, to work in. And then he sets his alarm and he only takes like a 15 or 20 minute nap. And when he wakes up, that coffee is kicking in and he's ready to go. So take naps. It really, really works. Okay. 
um, I napped on Sunday because I was just exhausted. It was a hectic weekend and I had a nap for only like not even half an hour on Sunday and I woke up and I felt amazing. And it's easy to say take naps because either we have kids that prevents us from taking naps or we just don't have the time to take a nap or we just can't. We're incapable of taking naps. So, but then again, that's where, you know, number two comes in meditation and just meditate where you can. Okay. And that really is, and also another, just not something else I want to mention on the sleep is that to make sure how many hours that you need to sleep. Because I know people that need at least 10 hours of sleep. And then I know people that only need to sleep for six hours. I am kind of there between six and seven hours is my sweet spot. If I sleep more than seven hours, I feel more drained. Okay. And I've, I've tried this many, many times. And people are just wired differently. And yes, the state is saying you should have at least eight hours sleep, a minimum. It's not always the reality. Okay. So uh, people are different and work with what works with you. Track your sleep, get an app, get a watch, do whatever you need to do. But track your sleep and that will help you a lot as well. I'm going to quickly just recap this. So plan your day ahead, number one. Number two, meditate, which technically meditate should be number one. But, you know, we'll just work on it like this. Three, is stop multitasking. Four is to take breaks. And five is to get enough sleep. So I also just want to say to you guys that remember one thing. Parents are wired differently than normal non, normal people. I, <laughs> I almost want to put this in a special bracket, but it's not true. And what I'm trying to say is that we don't have a normal life when we have children. We have, our time is not our own, okay? We have chaos. We have, we just have crazy things going on most of the time, okay? We've got kids. We've got kids' activities. We've got, there's just so much going on. And don't be hard on yourself if you don't get stuff done. Don't be hard on yourself. Over the weekend, I had so many plants in my garden and so many plants in the house. And I wanted to do some painting here and there. I needed to do some stuff. And I didn't get half of it done. So don't make a to-do list, which we're going to talk about actually in one of the next episodes coming up. But don't make a to-do list and then punish yourself because you couldn't get it right. All right. And I, I know people that do this. And I'm, I can't understand why you would do that to yourself because your time is not your own. And I guess I just want to finish this episode with giving you guys a bit of encouragement and saying to you that do what you can. This is controlling the chaos. And you know, I mean, meditation, guys, I promise you, it is the best thing that you can do for your mind. And I'm going to talk about meditation so much going forward. You're going to feel like you're going to chuck. Okay, you're going to vomit meditation because it's just going to come up so many times more. But it's the number one thing for me personally. And not just me, like a lot of successful people, meditation, meditation, meditation. It is a very core thing that we need to do in our life, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're not. I actually, I'm teaching my seven-year-old now to meditate. He came home from school telling me that he wants to meditate because his friends meditate or there's a friend of his that meditate. And they talked about it in one of the, I don't even know where, like some lesson that they had of some external person coming in talking about health stuff with them. And this is the reality, you know, because it, it, it starts from a young age. So as a parent, you know, I would strongly recommend get your kids to meditate as well. And we're going to actually get into that. There is an episode that's going to be just for children and how to meditate. And I'm not going to actually do the meditation episode, but I'm just going to refer, like, just give a lot of advice. There's, basically, you guys will see it's just a meditation episode that's going to come up. So, and that's me today. And then the next episode, episode 137, which is going to be all about delegating and smart people delegate. Just remember that and you don't want people to steal your time because that's going to make them 
thieves, right? So next episode, 137 is how to delegate your time. And I'm looking forward, focusers, because you know what? This is going to be such an amazing season. And if you implement even just a quarter of what I provide for you, you will already have a much better organized life. And as always, remember, you are unique, you're awesome, and I do appreciate you. See you guys or chat with you on the next episode.